Time for the Artist Spotlight. The Artist Spotlight from Pioneer 90.1 KSRQ is supported by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. My guest today does not live in Roseau and does not live in Warroad, Minnesota. She lives between the two towns. <laughs> Out in the country, <laughs> lucky duck. Her name is Eliza Novacek Olson. Hello, Eliza. Hi, Ron. How are you? I'm good. Now, Eliza is the daughter of uh, someone I talked to on the air. Ann Novacek. Ann Novacek. So you're Ann's daughter. How about a little background on you, where you grew up? I grew up on a farm just outside of Greenbush. I guess that's kind of where my interest in the arts started out, of course. You know, my mom is an artist, so it kind of rubs off. And how was she encouraging you in uh, discovering art? Oh, we did a lot of art-type things at home. The six kids, you know, she would have us sit down at the table, and we'd do some drawing, and we would paint things. And I had a grandmother that crocheted, and that's kind of started in my woolly art business. It's with my grandmother. I started crocheting. Mm-hmm. And more recently, she kind of keeps saying, oh, you should do this, or you need to put something in that exhibit, and, you know, you got to please your mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> She gives you nudges, right? That famous mom's nudge. Yeah. Yes. All right. And I imagine, too, uh, for, for the time of year, winter is, is a really good time to get involved in this. You know, you get cold and snow outside. Nice to be inside doing something like this. Oh, perfect. And most of my art is done with wool, so it's, it's the perfect medium for winters in Minnesota. Kristen Egerling from the Arts Council has described you as a textile artist. Define that for me. What is that? Textile artist is, is working with any type of materials that you could create um, fabric with. And um, most of what I work with is wool. I do some work with silk and some cottons and things. And I guess that's kind of the, the broad sense of what a textile artist is, is working with fabrics or right. things that make fabrics. When you start creating something, do you have a blueprint on that? Do you have an idea what you want to do? I'm looking for a way to walk through a process in creating artwork with textile. I don't often have uh, an idea or a blueprint with it, but um, I used to teach history, kind of a historian, so things that I do in my art, I like to take it um, to follow the steps of our ancestors in history. So Mm -hmm. when I work with wool, I I like to start off with um, the raw materials. So I had raised some animals that have wool, alpacas and llamas and angora rabbits, and I have friends that have sheep. And so I would just take the raw fibers and I would wash it and, and clean it and pick through it, cart it and process it just like our ancestors used to do mm-hmm. before they would spin it and then either knit it or crochet it or any other type of um, ways of creating fabric. I imagine when it comes to developing a piece of art, trial and error is a big thing, too, in what you do. Oh, yes, definitely. And also you weave and felt. Describe felting for me. What is that? Felting. Um, felt is actually, you get a little history lesson here. It's the oldest textile that was created by humans. Mm. And it goes as far back as like 6500 B.C. And it's, it's been um, mostly what they call dry felting that has been done for thousands and thousands of years. And that's, um, I mean, wet felting, sorry, wet felting. And that's just the process of using um, water and agitation and, and um, working the fiber till it kind of knots or felts up. 
kind of like um, felt for most people when you think of putting your real nice fancy sweater in a wash machine and you shrink it mm-hmm. and it gets really tight. That's, right. that's what you get with a wet felting. Okay. Um, lately, I've been working a lot in needle felting. And needle felting is a newer type of art form that came about. Um, it started in the Industrial Revolution around the mid-1800s. And that's where they developed uh, machines and fabrics with needles that have barbs in it. And then they punch through this raw, fluffy wool, and they keep punching until it develops into a felt. And then somewhere around 1980, which was kind of surprising to me because that's not that far that individuals started using needles. They take it from these machines, and they're just using a needle or two, and they're stabbing the wool and creating structure out of that. And these skills, I'm assuming, two years ago were passed along from basically mom to daughter. Oh, yes. It's, in fact, um, when we look back in, in times of history, it was very important, critical, that the daughters are taught these skills because you didn't have stores to go into just to buy the material. So it was very important that they learn how to use, do these tasks to make clothing for themselves. Right. And it was even so important that most of the immigrants, when they came, um, oftentimes the spinning wheel was one of the priorities of the equipment that they would bring across with them. Well, considering survival you know, back in the pioneering days, you know, they had the mm-hmm. the uh, need for that too. My guest again, Eliza Novacek Olson, and she's from near Roseau and near Warroad, we'll put it that way. And she lives in the country there between the two towns. And she's a textile artist and very involved with the Arts Council. How have they helped you in supporting your work? Oh, they, they're they so supportive in so many directions. I've gotten, I've written some grants that I've used to create, like classes or workshops that I've done out in the communities. Um, they have uh, workshops or classes to help teach artists, um, encouraging them to do other things. Like I went through a program called the Teaching Artist Program where they work with you to um, how to teach, say, in a, in a school mm-hmm. atmosphere, teaching art there. Right. Um, they offer resources, um, all, all types of things. If, if an artist needs it, that's the first place to look. Now, you teach, as you mentioned, uh, your, your uh, acquired knowledge in teaching. You have classes and workshops around felting. Are you still doing that? And how would folks be involved with you in learning the art of uh, felting? Um, actually, I have a website, and um, they could fill out this form of, of interest in the website uh, to let me know what type of textile art they'd be interested in. Okay. And then I can contact them and arrange it. Otherwise, you know, they can just get a hold of me. I've been doing... Um, most recently, workshops in needle felting and making uh, little sculptures of needle felt, like little snowmen and things for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but I work with other types of textiles, so it's, I think it's important to try to keep some of these old traditions of the old art forms alive. Right, exactly right. Generation to generation. And you're part of the Arts Council's artist roster, too, so if they need to get a hold of you, they can contact the Arts Council? Yes, yes. Actually, that's where some people find me is through the Arts Council's website. All right, and their website, very simple, northwestminnesotaartscouncil.org, northwestminnesotaartscouncil.org, and uh, 
They have a new phone number, too, in Warren, Minnesota. Mara Hanel is the director of the Arts Council. Area code 218-745-8886. 218-745-8886. Contact them to get a hold of Eliza. And uh, one more note, if I could, in the time we have left. Kristen sent me a picture of you and your artwork, and I see a lumberjack. Tell me about that. <laughs> I have a neighbor who's uh, just down the road, and he was kind of a, he's out in the woods a lot and chopping wood. And when I first met him, you know, I always saw him as, as the lumberjack of the community. Mm-hmm. And he had popped over to visit one day, and I was needle-felting, and I thought, oh, he'd be a good character. <laughs> so I needle-felted my neighbor and made his little character of how I envisioned him when I first met him about 20-some years ago or 30 years ago. So it's just kind of, I like to tease him about that. It's pretty, kind of a fair likeness. Oh, I, I agree. The big bushy beard yes. and the red shirt and, oh, yeah. the, and the blue overalls, yeah, yeah. and the blue yes, cap, yeah. He, He's so good at talking, and, and when I actually showed it to him, he was kind of speechless for just a little while. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, and, and that was on display at the Arts Council's gallery. Am I correct on that? Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Okay, still on display right now. So if you have a chance, swing on by the Arts Gallery. The Arts Gallery is at Northland College in Thief River. All right. And again, to contact Eliza about her skill in teaching felting and weaving and other art, you can contact the Arts Council. Their phone number again in Warren is area code 218-745-8886. Their website, Northwest Minnesota Arts Council dot o-r-g now was this painless eliza was it was it a good thing for you our chat today oh yeah (laughs) all right well very good thank you so much for your time and you do wonderful work i'm very impressed by the pictures i've seen and and uh, keep warm this winter and and have a healthy and safe winter all right yeah if you want to see a few other pictures i have a website it's homespunlegacies.com Okay, one more time for that website. Home, homespunlegacies.com. Okay, one more time. Homespunlegacies.com. Homespunlegacies, plural, dot com. Eliza Novacek Olson from the Roseau World area. Thank you again. All right, thank you. Artist Spotlight from Pioneer 90.1 KSRQ is supported by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.